not even start one of these damn things anymore. Jesus. Well, it's been almost a lifetime since we talked. And just, you know, it is what it is. But welcome back to Payne's world, ladies and gentlemen. Because at the end of the day, it still is my world. At the end of the day, whenever I go and I lay my pretty little head, it is still my world. So don't you forget it. So welcome back to my world. Uh, it is weird. Let me tell you, I have gone through a bit of a transition period, I would say. So obviously we had the pandemic. We still have the pandemic, let's be honest, especially on, on a day like this. On a day like this, we thought we were out of the weeds. We thought we almost we almost did it. Kind of not really. Half of the people didn't want to really try it all. <laughs> But uh, but masks are back. We're doing it. We're doing it. Mask mandate two. Electric boogaloo. We're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. We're doing it. <laughs> Woo! Doing it. Uh, yeah. I I guess I was about to say a lot of things have changed, but literally, <laughs> of all days for me to record this, literally nothing has changed. The world is still shit. Uh, people are still dying of a disease that some people still think is not not a real thing, um, and uh, yeah, wow, what a great what a great uplifting intro, what a you haven't talked to me you haven't heard from me and God knows how long and and I, I'm gonna I'm just just coming out the gate being like well remember that last time we talked and shit was bad now it's it's still pretty bad yeah I guess so yeah. I, I, nothing new to report here, people. It's uh, it's still pretty rough. So, <laughs> uh, buckle in, I guess. Um, you know, I would say put a mask on, but we're not going. <laughs> we learned last time, <laughs> fucking doing that whole bit. <sighs> um, shit is insane as always. But what what I was saying, transition period. I am now in a new house. I just hit the shit out of the mic stand. So, pardon me. We are in a new house that, uh, so for a while, for anyone that watched any of the old kind of Payne's Worldy PSPN kind of videos, and, and uh, I, I guess I can touch on PSPN later on if I even remember. I'm sure I'll go on some incoherent rant and then lose track of time or something like that. But, um, I would say if you watched those videos back then, uh, I was in a different house that I was leasing at the time. And uh, I feel like down the line, if I fully commit to it, I want to uh, ex- explain some of the th- <laughs> some of the things that went down in that house. Um, uh, but I'm trying to figure out how I can talk about that without getting the the f- having the constant fear of being sued <laughs> or like legal ramifications. Because like anytime, like like. <laughs> But also, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't know. Like, I feel like nowadays, if, if anything that's happened on the internet since the last time we've truly talked, anytime anyone catches any shit, if you get caught, you know, facilitating a, a rape for a vlog, or you're, you know, sexually harassing and uh, grooming young boys on TikTok or Snapchat, that's very, that's very specific. I need to understand that not everyone is uh, hip on the internet. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about David Dobrik uh, and like James Charles and like these like sociopathic like kids that just got so big and so famous and they're kind of deluded into like reality. They kind of just live in like their own like little like universe where you know they control everything and shit like that. But if you get caught doing things like this, they're they're really. From what I've learned, as long as you're liked enough, you really just have to kind of be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go on vacation for a month. And then you just come back and people are like, oh, thank God we missed you. It's like, oh, yeah, remember that thing where I was like grooming a bunch of boys and like sexually harassing them and stuff like that. And, you know, and then they told me that, you know, they were under. By the way, this is not me. God damn it. This is not me. Hold on. I'm getting to the point. This is James Charles. This is not me. I will I will I will I will interlude. I will cut into my own tangent, my own bit. This is not me. Okay? All right, we're going back in. 
Okay, so. I'm group. I'm, I'm not even gonna say I. I'm not even gonna do assume the first person of being James Charles because that's like a terrifying thing. Yeah. So so I just been you know talking to some sisters, talking to some brothers on Snapchat. You know, some of the brothers are they might be like 17, and and then you know some of them might say they're 15, and then I'm kind of like ignore that because that's just like whatever. It's so. Uh, Fuck, there's a word. There's a word that these kids use. Chuggy. This is so chuggy. <laughs> I hate what is happening. Ugh. But point being is is that um, sometimes creatively, especially since I kind of gave up the whole podcasting like uh, PSPN thing, once again, for, for the true reasons we can get into some other time, um, I always feel want to do something at a certain angle but then I feel like I'm going to get in trouble but then also no one's getting in trouble anymore they have like oh they have like the you know conservative moms are being like you know Mr. Potato Head's cutting off his dick that's kind of, I want I want my Mr. Potato Head to have a dick okay Mr. Potato Head has always had a dick whenever I was a little girl and I wasn't allowed to play with Mr. Potato Head because he had a dick He he still has a dick God dang it. So, you know, the, the important the important topics that are affecting society, um, like Mr. Potato Head and stuff like that. But uh, besides that, nothing else is truly being, like, canceled. Like, the David Dobrik's, the James Charles, they can just kind of peace out because they're rich anyway. You know, you know what? It's the summer. I was planning on having a, uh, a, a white boy summer anyway. Let me go peace out for a little bit, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to post a picture with a cute dog, and then you're going to forget about all of it. You're going to forget about all the crimes. <laughs> you're going to forget about everything that I've ever done, and you're just going to be like, wow, that's that that's that's my guy. So whenever I see shit like that, whenever I ride the whole wave of being like, wow, as someone who is like a David Dobrik, like Stan, watching all his vlogs, what, and you know, and you know, for some reason being emotionally invested into that whole group that were doing uh, videos and shit with him. For some reason, I don't know. I just, like, now that he's back making videos, I, like, watch them, but not with, like, the urgency that I would or, like, I'm not. It's it's very weird. So how do we, how do I explain this to someone who has, like, a life? How do I, how do I explain David Dobrik to someone who has a life and doesn't just live on YouTube? Um, so David Dobrik was this viner, and he did these stupid fucking you know his vines honestly were low key pretty shit, but you know quality wasn't you know the the audience wasn't demanding much out of Vine at the time. Um, basically like a petri dish for like what TikTok is now. But um, a bunch of them got big off of Vine. They all moved to California, and then they formed like these little like circle jerk circles where they would you know film together and they would you know network and all that stuff and social engineer algorithms to where everyone benefits whenever they do content together. So they formed some group called the Vlog Squad because vlog was a word that they thought people were going to be saying forever. They was just like vlog. It's a video blog. What's a blog? Don't worry about it. We're not sure either. But vlog is the word that's going to be around forever. So we're the vlog squad. So all these freaking freaks start hanging out. And David Dobrik's whole shtick. I mean, it's very almost impossible for you not to have seen a David Dobrik video by now. It's usually just a montage of some kind of ABBA song being played while like a, uh, with uh, different cuts and scenes of like a bunch of metrosexual young adults all getting fucked up at a party and they're all just going crazy. Ah! And then that's it, quick. Like, that's just playing in the background for no reason. And uh, it's like, like just like a little miniature Project X like music video fucking tiny little things. So that becomes huge. And the system, the, the true freak, the freak side of the David Dobrik stuff isn't even like... Like, of course, there's, like, the stuff that ended up coming out about, like, you know, the sexual assaults and stuff that, you know, were facilitated for the sake of content and stuff like that. Um, 
the real freak stuff to me is the fact that these people who are now now in their 20s some of them i think are like in their younger 30s now and then they have like jason nash who's like this old perv failed comedian guy who's in the group too all these people know that their career and their views and their numbers purely are cohesive and depend on how often they can be around David Dobrik. And also, David Dobrik seems like a fine guy when you're not a teenage girl that's being used to facilitate content. Where you know, Whenever you're not being used by David Dobrik, I'm sure he's a great hang. I'm sure David Dobrik's fun. Oh, what's that? He gave you all Teslas? He gave you all cars and all your dreams came true because he had some uh, ad deal where he, ga- he, he gave you the, the one thing you wanted in your life. He gave you that car. He gave you that surgery. He gave you whatever the hell. He gave you a dog. He gave you those things. Oh, oh, okay. So he gave you the one thing you want in your life. Well, yeah, you're going to fucking like him. What, what, like I, I, it's it, like I, it's so freakish. So let me backpedal with this for a second. So David Dobrik more or less runs a cult. This is a cult. This is a vlog squad that's actually a cult of influencers that more or less gravitate around David Dobrik. He's like the sun. Everything revolves around him. He might not. He might not even say. He might you know, faint some kind of like humble personality or stuff like that but for the most part he is the son of this universe to them they all revolve around him and if one goes off the path it might just you know leave the entire system and just dwindle off or something i'm sure that's how astrology or whatever the fuck works um so now for my next magic trick i am going to connect david dobrik to charles manson Oh, I thought way too much about this. Way too many thoughts were had about David Dobrik. Way too many. Okay, so David Dobrik runs this cult where uh, everyone depends around him. And and the the, the whole the whole uh shtick of their group is that we go out, we party, we're hot. We you know we live the lifestyle that you want to live and all that. So, you watch a video, usually it's Someone drunk doing something stupid or getting hurt. It's someone under the influence of something, being under the influence of something, doing something stupid, getting hurt, breaking something, doing something absurd. It's always just some kind of absurd thing, usually under the influence, which is fine. You're adults. Go party. Go get go go buck wild. But the weird thing is that David doesn't really partake. He is like he's like a fly on the wall right so like you know how like there's like that guy at like parties that is like god is such a sausage fest bro where are the bitches at man which by the way we don't say that word anymore that is not a nice word we do not say that word that is an impression of a man who is not uh mentally the age that he should be so back to the scene so this guy is talking about where the girls where you know where's the puss at all that shit a macho macho talk and then like one one buddy makes a couple calls and suddenly you got like 20 girls at the party and now the ratio is crazy now there's a bunch of girls everywhere dude got his wish you know where are the girls at they're here girls here parties pumping let's go and then where's that guy he's just like not partaking he's still kind of just like hanging out on this on the edge kind of watching kind of just observing he's still not partaking that's kind of what david dobrik is he he the party comes to him or he goes to the party but when he's around it he doesn't partake he just you know picks up a camera and he goes dance monkeys dance and uh so (laughs) this is now where we go with the charles manson (laughs) charles manson maybe with the help of the United States federal government. That's for a different time. For a different time, okay? Hang with me. For a different time, he might have had the help of the U.S. government to do such things. But he also ran a cult decades ago where he would douse his followers and stuff with LSD and kind of use that to manipulate them and find some way to where, you know, 
Charles became like this godlike figure in the group. So everyone in that circle and the you know the Manson family they became famous for being known as uh, Charlie was the guy, and you know he you know don't question Charles, don't question Charlie. He's the guy. He's you know he's got you know he's got the direct line to God or whatever mumbo jumbo they would talk about. But 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 it's very important to know that Charles Manson, when his group of hippie cult members. He, him being like a basically a hippie himself, he never, for the most part, never partook in the drug taking of his family. So he's sitting in this kumbaya circle and everyone's doing whatever, and he's passing around doses. Everyone's taking their LSD, going on their trips and stuff. Then suddenly, gives it to the last person. They all take their LSD. They go into the dose. No one really notices that Charlie's not taking any doses. He kind of just rides the wave, goes with it. And then while they're under the influence, he gets whatever they want out of him. Hey, I want you to go do this. I want you to do that. You know, have sex with him. Go do that. Go, you know, kill this person. Go do that. Hypothetically, in a video game in Minecraft and, you know, a 3D parallel universe, this is what happened, right? So, (laughs) Charles Manson. Did not partake in the inebriation of the group, was able to control the group, and was able to uh, have those around him be purely, have their lives dedicated and dependent on Charlie, you know, keeping them around or loving them or blah, blah, blah. That quite literally, quite literally is David Dobrik. And I've once again, I thought way too much about this. This is literally David Dobrik to a T. Gets his friends around them. Uh, we're going to go film content. Let's go to the club. Let's go to a party. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go do this Saturday. Let's go do this cool thing. And everyone's drinking. Everyone's getting messed up. And, you know, everyone's having fun. But not David. No, no, no. Because David's got to get what David wants out of it. He wants to film his friends basically being idiots for his own gang. He doesn't partake in the drugs because he's probably above that. And also he goes, it gets in the way of what he truly wants. His content, his video clips. But he will bring the alcohol to the party or he will, you know, facilitate whatever needs need to be had to achieve the content. Just like Charles, uh, Char- Charlie would give the LSD and get them messed up and to achieve his goal, which would have been I'd, allegedly to start a race war, but that's once again for a whole different time. Um, point being is I think David Dobrik's about he David Dobrik was was one a viral Vine account away from turning into a serial killer that's that's kind of my grand thesis like if it wasn't for vine david dobrik would have been just like starting some weird cult uh off you know chicago in some rural town out in the mountains or something and somebody would have died that's that's basically my point but the the sad thing it's one thing for like the charles manson thing to be like oh these poor hippies you know they ran away from home and now they find themselves in this terrible situation. But they were like ultimately happy. Like these people that live with Charles Manson and were a part of this family, like they were happy, happy, happy. But these people, these people who are subservient to David Dobrik, don't get it twisted, my friend. And I and I really truly only see it now whenever I watch the videos. These people are miserable. It's insane. It's crazy. And it's it's almost like the the veil was lifted apart. But also I think b- b- uh, before COVID when David Dobrik was popping and all this stuff was happening and the videos were getting all the views and, and you know the party was nonstop and stuff like that. And then COVID happened and then the you know the David cancel stuff happened, so he had to like step away and stuff like that. Everyone else had to kind of make their own path and make their own money, and they did. I mean, they survived. I mean, th- these people, you know, some of them have you know rich parents. 
which is kind of the same thing that happened with like the hippie culture, uh, like rebelling rich parents and fail sons and fail parent, uh, fail kids and shit like that. But um, a lot of them kind of just they had their own podcast. They kind of just existed, and they were they were kind of just playing the waiting game, right? They're kind of just being like, let's get a little ad deal here or there. Let's do the occasional Instagram pic. Let's try to get our hustle on or stuff like that. But but once, but, but, but David's coming back, right? David's coming back, right? Did this did someone talk to David? Is, is is David coming back? And then. Once David comes back, they're like, oh, shit. Break out the floaties. We're going tiki tubing. We're going in the water. What? Fuck COVID. We're doing it. We're going to the club. Everyone, get your Teslas. Everyone, grab your Teslas and, and sports cars that David got us. We're going, we're going clubbing. So, so David comes back from being canceled the first time. Uh, and they start recording again. They're starting to build up uh, content and stuff like that for David's ultimate return. The man, the grand, the grand, the, the grand uh, re-entrance into society. But then it comes out. <laughs> but then it comes out later. That not only during COVID did David just kind of step away, kind of went into different lanes to try to do other business and stuff like that david almost killed one of his followers one of his cult-like members david literally almost killed and by cult members i guess in this situation you would call friend i like if you're in a cult and the king of the cult the cult leader i guess like is like i i guess you could say that's a friendship kind of I don't know. I've seen worse relationships. But David Dobrik almost kills this guy by doing a stupid stunt. Like I said, let's go do stupid things and record people doing something stupid. This guy, David, buys a crane and puts a rope at the end of the crane and tells people, hop on the rope. We're going to go for a little ride. And no one thought to say, I, hey, Dave, oh, wait, maybe, eh, eh, maybe, maybe we, like, do you have a license for that? Like, are we sure we know what we're doing here? Like, I, like, what's going on here, Dave? Like, are you okay? Like, does, do, do we owe you? Like, I know we owe you a lot, but like, what is this? And he goes, hop on the fucking rope. So, so, like, people like Harina Kopf hop on the rope, and you see them on video, and they're swinging around. And David doesn't know how to operate the crane. He just goes, oh, the, the stick goes left. So he'll go left. Ah! Here we go. And along the way, he's swinging this poor girl around, and you can see, like, the rope starts buckling, and then, like, the crane does, like, a thing where it automatically stops at a certain speed, so she, so she starts swinging all wild, and Corinna's like, get me out of here! And and he goes, alright, whatever, you know, Corinna! <laughs> so, drops her off, and they're like, Jeff, get on, or whatever. And this guy, Jeff, gets on. And he's supposed to be like the badass, the bad boy, or the model from from Queens or whatever the fuck. <coughs> David starts doing the whole thing. Yeah. Swinging this guy around. And then and who would have thought it? Who would have thunk it? Who would have seen it coming? He's just going, and then the crane stops, and Jeff just swings right into the metal beam, right into, like, the actual crane arm. Full speed, right into the crane, face first into the crane, falls down, like, maybe, like, 20 feet into the water while his foot's, like, still dang, so his foot gets caught in the rope. So he's now gone from face planting into this metal beam to now he's face first, 
face busted wide open and he's dangling head first in this water and like this like river uh that they're in um and, and everyone just starts running over it to like get him and save him and stuff like that and this dude like quite literally died like like not dies but quite literally should have and easily could have died it was some act of some kind of scientific miracle that this guy died that this guy didn't die so of course as a youtuber that you are you film the whole process you make a documentary about your injury and stuff like that and people are like oh my god david just got canceled and now it's coming out that he almost killed jeff this is crazy he's he's done he's done he's gotta go and so this documentary comes out and it's it's like purposely edited to where you think oh man david's done david's done Oh, I can't I can't believe he did this. And you're watching this and you're like, this is horrible. This is fucking crazy. But what happens at the end of the day? Ultimately, at the end of the documentary, everyone's still friends with David. The guy forgives David. Because David, what does David do? I'll tell you what David does. And this is very important what I said earlier. What did David do initially with all these people? He gave them everything they wanted, everything they needed. You want a Tesla? Here's an ad deal with a Tesla. You wanted a nice uh, baby blue uh, Bronco, the car of your dreams? There's a Bronco. Here's a mansion. Come live with me. We're going to do we're going to do all this mingle 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 mingle. We're going to make all these moves together. Want to give you I want to give you your life. I want to give you everything and you and you're going to have to owe it back to me cuz I gave it to you. So David almost kills this guy. This guy goes through all these operations and goes through this whole process. This guy's financially ruined. I gotta pay for all these, all these bills. So this surgery's got. I, I, I gotta. I gotta get a trained professional to make sure that my head that was split open, I don't lose like an eyeball. I don't. You know. Th- you know. Luckily enough that I don't bleed out to death or that I just live in general. We gotta get some very top tier professionals on this job. So just back to the point about the Tesla, what does David do? I'll cover all the costs. I'll cover everything. Because I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and, and, and he pays for the surgeries, rightfully so. I mean, let's be honest. You're, you're operating this machinery and shit like that. You should probably be in jail. I'm pretty sure, quite literally, if Jeff wanted to, if Jeff and them all weren't dependent on David, they, he could have sued him for basically all his money, and David easily could be in jail for, like, I don't know, accidental, attempted manslaughter, or whatever whatever terms are in legalese. But that's, 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 the, that's the weirdness. So after all of that, you almost die because this guy's an idiot, and you have. And the only reason why you got in that situation to almost die was because you felt the need to give him what he wanted, because he already gave you what you wanted. So you owe him. You owe him your life. So you go get on that rope. You swing around, and then you be thankful that he's gonna pay for your busted uh, face surgery. You be thankful. And whenever you upload this to YouTube, and whenever you upload this whole documentary, you make sure that it is known that you're thankful for David. Because without David, not only would you not even be where you are, you would be nobody. That's almost even being worse than being dead to someone that wants to be an influencer. Worse than just being nobody. Being nobody, I'm sorry, <laughs> worse than being dead is being nobody. Because that means you're just living, you're just existing, and no one cares. That's what these people need. They need that sense of eyeballs. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Please, look at me. Oh, what's that? Numbers are down. Where's David? Is David back in town? Let's go to David's. Hey, guys, listen. Oh, let's all let's all go to Hawaii. Let's all go do this or do, go, go do that so I can put David in my thumbnail or something like that. There is something like just so blatantly sad and just gross now coming from someone who was a David Dobrik fan for years because I, I had that same shithead 
teenager like energy where like his humor and stuff just like gelled like shithead just young white millennial just like like uh how would i say what's the word edgy yeah like edgy kind of humor that just like just like, yeah man yeah david oh yeah ooh, 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 david but now you're just watching david david's still having a great time obviously the cult leader's still gonna keep culting and especially if the people are still frolicking back every time but now you can like maybe it's just me maybe it's just me overthinking this I definitely overthought this with the whole Charles Manson thing, but it lines up perfectly. Lines up perfectly the whole Charles Manson thing. But you just watch the videos now, and there's almost like this weird energy that's just around all these people, and you just almost look at them, and it's just like, you're so sad. Like, like you're, ha- like you're having fun. Like, I can see you're having fun, but... You're, like, forcing the fun for this little sociopathic, like, rat king that you anointed because you need you need it to survive in your current system, like, in your current environment, in your current situation. You don't want to lose that nice house, do you? You don't want to lose that nice car, that nice truck that you probably couldn't afford and, you, you know, you're probably paying off with you know subsequent deals and stuff that should or would happen in your eyes you don't want to lose all you don't want to go back home home sucks you don't want to go back there sure your parents are probably rich and they probably have a pool house for you probably have a place you could stay in i'm sure housing is way cheaper back home than it is in la where a two two bedroom apartment's like a million dollars Sure, you could do that, but then you would be nobody. Then you'd be irrelevant. Irrelevant. So these people just have to like zombie goose step to everything. And they and and, and the sad thing is, the real sad thing is they they're going to have to do it until they die. Like cuz Bless them. Some of them, some of their personalities are not meant for like a one man show. They're great as an ensemble. Think of it like uh, the show Friends. The Friends show, as like a cast of characters, was great. Some people think it's shit, and uh, you know if you think Friends is shit, just like shut up. Like no, oh, Friends was so bad. You're bad. Shut up. The whole cast of Friends together works. But Friends, the show ends, and then Joey gets a spinoff where it's just Joey doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't work at all. People are like, oh. Oh, so you were just like the kind of pervy Italian kind of guy, huh? Oh. Hmm. Okay, well, this will only be like a season or two, <laughs> and we'll just forget that ever happened. Um Thank God you got the friend's money because this, yeesh, yeesh. But that's that's what the situation is for these kind of people. They have to. They have to stay in the ensemble because they've already seen. They have past president where people have come into the cast and have been main characters for a season or two. Uh, and then they just disappear. And then they fall off the relevancy map. All these people in the vlog squad, they, they, they come in. And then once their you know their usage runs out, they get discarded, just like a cult, just like Charlie Manson would do. Once you are no longer useful, you're gone. You just you weren't you weren't heard from again. You just took a desert nap somewhere, dirt nap somewhere. That's basically what happens here. And these poor fucks, they have to just swallow that. Yes, they they you know they wake up in a nice house with an amazing view of a, of an amazing city, probably next to an amazing guy or girl. But ultimately, all of that is built on shit, and it's not built on themselves. It's built on the fact that you're in a cult. That you're in a cult, and 
you can kind of have your own opinions. You can kind of do what you want in theory. But at, at the end of the day, you're not going to have vocalized opinions that go against the big cheese, the center of that whole operation. None of these people are ever going to come out against David Dobrik. Because the ones that have come out against David Dobrik are now nobodies. And what is worse than being dead? Being nobody. So, think about that the next time that you're watching a David Dobrik video and you're observing all these people having the time of their lives. <laughs> you just, just take that in and then just truly, truly, truly understand just how fucking miserable these people really are. Really are. And there's nothing they can do about it. Nothing they can do about it. It's wild to me. And and th- there's, a, there's, a, there's a filter feeding situation where not only do the people in that vlog squad, still just great name, fellas. Great name. I bet in 2015 that name fucking was rocking. Yeah, vlog squad. People gonna be vlogging. Yeah. But there's this filter feeding system where not only do the people in there need David, then the apparatus of the like TMZ esque kind of media, then the React channels, the drama channels, all these other third party like from afar observation industries they need not just david they need everyone around in the vlog squad to then give them the content they need and then from there they do the reaction videos and all that shit and then that ends up coming to us so it's it's all a giant circle jerk so whenever i i try to tell you at the beginning of this that i've thought long and hard about doing certain kinds of content or telling certain kinds of stories or just, you know, try, trying to just venture out into a certain lane to do uh, certain things for you guys that I think would be very entertaining or just fulfilling for me creative, creatively, creatively, God. Um, and I think, oh, what if I get in trouble for that? Then I just think of David Dobrik. Hmm. But then I don't have a cult. Hmm. I guess that is the problem. Which is the problem. Which is is which is precisely the problem. And it goes into a lot of things that happen in life now. So you'll see something like a David Dobrik who isn't held accountable, is not uh, brought to justice for anything that he or like a James Charles has done, and you think, oh. Well, then, if they can get away with it, then everything's off the cards. Not true, because I promise you, my friend, the second you do the same thing or anything close to it, you're locked up, you're a news story, you gotta go, smell you later, throw him under the prison or whatever. Because that's all this world is, just a big old double standard, a double standard, as the... uh, Oaxacans would say, a double standard, I believe is the uh, proper translation. Um, so yeah, that 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 is kind of my thought process of the whole. And then the James Charles thing, like I don't even like, I don't even know where to begin with that. That is just a whole, that's a rabbit hole that, luckily, I'm I'm a little too big to fit into. I don't <laughs> I don't fit the. Uh, the twink demographic to uh to to go too deep into that rabbit hole, but uh, what what I've seen peeking in, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. It's pretty pretty rough. Yeah. So that that's that's basically uh that's why I and, and like I would I would love to do so many good things not good things but just like fun things. Like, so, uh, what I was saying before with how I lived at a, uh, a house that you had seen where I'd put some of the PSPN videos and stuff like that, not only videos about that or anything, 
but, but uh, in between, because I'll be honest with you, it's not like I'm embarrassed or anything. We went through a whole freaking pandemic, so you know, I'm sure all of us have some embarrassing stuff that's happened to us in the past year. Let's be honest. But um, after that, I moved. I I made a big boy move. Big boy moves, and I moved in with my girlfriend. Uh, and her cousin and a friend of theirs that had a place, had like an apartment, and they had an extra bedroom and whatever set up and stuff like that. So me and my dog, we moved in, officially took the next step in uh, a big boy relationship with a female. I know, it's crazy. It's very crazy. It's very crazy seeing all my friends struggle and be like incels. But like... I should I, I I should stop there. <laughs> I should stop there. But um it's just weird that of all the people in my friend group, I'm the one with the stable happy relationship and like at a house and like sharing a lease and stuff. It's just it's just funny to me. It's just funny of like of all cuz like I'm probably by far the most dysfunctionally crazy one out of all these people and I'm the one with the stability. I get I don't know. It's just uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, interesting interesting road, but uh, I moved in with her for a few months, and let me tell you, this place, this apartment complex, I had never lived in a I have never ever ever lived in an apartment before this, and I never never ever ever want to live in a part in an apartment complex ever again. Um, it was like fine. But, you know, going up three flights of stairs to get to where you live, and where you live, you have, like, thin thin floors and thin walls, and, like, if people below, below us were, like, smoking weed, that would go through the floor and into, like, the smell would come into where you were. Like, shit like that. And then my favorite, my favorite part of living at an apartment complex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, baby, is what uh, the internet and what I like to call gunshots or fireworks. Gunshots or fireworks. You know, that lovely game, gunshots or fireworks. All right, everyone, come on down. It's time for gunshots or fireworks, where you just got to sit there and just hear a pow, a pow. You just gotta hear a sound, and you and you gotta be like, man, it's it's a it's a it's a middle of March, a little you know. I know July Fourth is coming around the corner, but I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was, but it didn't sound good. And you kind of like do like a little duck, like you're kind of just like sitting, doing like a little duck in formation, like ooh. ooh. Like you do like a little flinch, like a just like a little flinch, and you're like, uh, as if that's gonna do anything. Like if, if that's gonna prevent, like, because we've already, we've already established the fact that the walls and the floors are so thin that literally pot smells going to just go through units and just come up to you. Um, so what do you think a bullet's gonna do? You know, but you know, you do it anyway. It's kind of like the idea of like. Or, t- or tornadoes coming for you. Go sit in a tub. Oh, oh, thank you. The tub. Oh, because the tub, the tub is anchored to the foundation, just like uh, just like I am, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sit in the tub. I'm gonna go sit in the tub. Uh, you tell the tornado not to look in tubs. Don't tell them to look in tubs. Uh, because that's where I will be. Uh, because, yeah. So just don't don't tell the tornado. I will be in the tub thank you bye bye um yeah so (laughs) gunshots or 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 fireworks not exactly a uh preferable situation not at all um then another fan favorite of the complex what complex was uh the potholes that you that you have to drive around like it was a obstacle course or like it was like participate in the obstacle course that uh, that is the potholes or lose a wheel 
Like it's literally like you don't, there's nothing in the middle. It's one or the other. It's participate in this weird, like figure eight kind of movement. You got to do just to avoid these giant potholes. Like I, I guarantee that Normandy beach, Normandy beach after D day, after D day had better drivable ground than this parking lot. A thousand percent better drivable land than this parking lot. So consider that. <laughs> consider that. But um, it was an interesting experience. And also because I have, I have a little doggo and one of my pet peeves, no pun intended, but having a doggo is that I want her to have a yard because she deserves a yard and stuff like that. I couldn't do that obviously with the apartment. So the only time she was ever truly outside was whenever she went to go use the bathroom and then you gotta go down the three flights of stairs up the three flights of stairs uh and then and then people just for some reason there's like this weird group think thing where like everyone in an apartment complex get on gets on like the same cycle like everyone just syncs up we're suddenly at the same time every night everyone just starts walking in their dogs like every dog gets uh, that feeling that they have to pee or poop at like 9.45 p.m. Because they're, they're like secretly old because they age faster than, uh, than us, right? So they're like, listen, 10 o'clock, I'm out. So we got we to gotta do this now. 10 o'clock, the news comes on. I want to be out by the time that the 10 o'clock news comes on. Let's make this snappy. Come on, come, 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 come on. You're not getting up from the couch. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I will literally poop on your on, on your flip-flops. Come on. And then you walk out there, and there's just 10 other people walking around with a dog. And all the dogs have too much energy because we're, we're all just cooped up inside. So all these dogs want to play, but the dogs are on leashes. And then there's that, that, one, that one dog mom. It's always a dog mom that lets the little tiny dog walk around the grass without a leash. Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh. Oh, because your dog, right, 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 yeah. So your dog gets to just kind of walk around and bark at everything that moves. And, and, and yeah, yeah. And you just get the, and, and this little fucking shih tzu thing gets, and we're going to do that every day. Every day until the lease is up, That that is now your life. Oh, oh, I've seen I've seen so. Oh, don't even get me started on 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 trying to explain to a DoorDash driver where you live in an apartment complex. Oh, 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 marron, oh, marron, y corazón. Ah, I, I, I literally have written out. And I know this makes no sense. This makes no sense what I'm about to say. Nor does anything else. But. I have written out directions that even a blind man could read and lead them to my door. And yes, I know I said, make a blind man read. Shut up. It's hyperbole. It's to show you how exact my directions were. I more or less threw words to a complete stranger would hold your hand. Come here. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to drive in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to take a left, then we're going to take a right, and then I would even type out, now dodge the potholes now. (laughs) I would literally put in parentheses, dodge the potholes now, and then once we're done with the potholes, we're going to go on down, and then you're going to see a big parking lot. Once you see that big parking lot, park anywhere you like, anywhere you like. But what you need to do is once you come into that big parking lot from the left side, after you dodge those potholes, you need to go up the second staircase from the left. So you're entering the big parking lot and you see one staircase. No, 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 no. Not that one. The second one. It's like a fucking episode of Door of the Explorer. Can you see where the no, no, no is? Nope, not that, you dumb fuck. Like, 
so and then and you go, it's up three flights and it's the first door there. You can just leave it right in front of the door. Give me a little give me a little knock. A little knock. And then I'll come get it for you. Just a, a little knock. A little knock. And I'll come get it for you. Let me tell you how I many how many phone calls I had to take where the uh, the DoorDash driver is a special, special kind of uh, animal, special kind of breed. So I'm pretty sure with what I even just told you, you could probably get to where I lived better than some of these people. Because I would get a, a text or a, a, a call from them being like, hey, uh, where are you at? And I go, uh, where are you at? I'm here. Where are you at? And they're like, yeah, um, I saw your directions. So I took a left, took a right, dodged the potholes. And now I'm like by a basketball court. And I'm like, hold on, no, 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 no. At no point. So you were close. You were, you were so close. You, you start off strong. You took a left. You took a right. You dodged the potholes. Now let's retrace back to where you ended up at the basketball court. Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, I get it. Uh, but, yeah, I read your directions. I took that left. I took it to the right. I dodged the potholes, and then I kept going. And I was like, okay, uh, did you see the big parking lot? You know, that big parking lot I mentioned that you would see after you dodged the potholes, you kept going down, you'd see a big parking lot. And he's like, I mean, it's all a big parking lot. And I go, no, no, no. This is literally, literally the only, like, actual big parking lot in the whole complex. Uh, And he's like, you mean the one, if I keep going left... Where, like, they had, like, that big parking lot. I'm like, y- yes. Yes, that is the one. Look, 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 look at you. You did it. Wow. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. We did it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the parking lot. He goes, yeah. I kept driving. Now, I'm by the basketball court. Where are you at? And I go, oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's by. Oh. Oh, he was so close. We had him. We, we we almost we almost changed this young man's life. Um, I'm still inside. Um, so if you want to kind of just you know absorb what was just discussed, you can find me. You're you're right there. And he's like, yeah, um, yeah, okay. So I went to the basketball court and I took a right and now I'm on the opposite end of that parking lot. So it's the second staircase from there. No, 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 no. That's from the right. No, no, no. See, you're messing it up again. Go, go back around, go back around, go go back around and, and he'll go, Oh yeah. I went up that second flight of stairs and, um, the numbers didn't match up. Uh, so can you meet me outside? No, no, sir, sir, no. If I wanted to feel the shitty humid air that is Baton Rouge, Louisiana during the summer, I thought if I truly wanted to feel that I would have gotten the food myself and not paid the 30 extra dollars for the delivery. That's where you come in. Yeah, um Yeah, so this door this door, this isn't you. You said the second staircase. No, 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 from 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 the left. From the left. Oh, so I just keep going down and I take a left. No. Oh, so it's so it's so it's by is it by the basketball court? Mother fuck. <sighs> okay. Stay where you are. I'm coming to find you. All right, bet. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've had to have 15-minute conversations with people just to go outside 
and be like, hey, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the giant, the giant white man on the phone that's waving at you? Yeah, yeah. He's in croc, croc flip flops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Basketball short, dirty, ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks, I, I look very unclean. Yes, 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 yes. That's me. I'm coming right towards you. Okay. Hey. Thank. Yeah. Thanks, man. Okay. Thank you. No. 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 I, I'm a walk. I'm a walk the mile back. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I wanted. You know. I. I could use the steps. You know. <laughs> you know. Use steps. Yeah. All right, man. Have a good night. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I sent the tip ahead of time, so none of this really matters. It, I've already. I. Yeah. No, I already paid extra for the whole experience. I I know. And the sad thing is I'll probably do this again tomorrow. I I know. Okay, all right. Stay safe, man. All right. So, that was my apartment experience. <laughs> uh, that and the fact that we had black mold in the roof of the bathroom. You know, what's, you know, what's... Come on, you know, spice up, spice up your life with a little black mold. That's what my mother used to say. She said, "Sometimes, son, you're in a relationship, things get stagnant, life, work, the whole gabagool just comes too much. So you throw some black mold on the wall, on the ceiling. Just throw some on the foundation. It's good for you. It builds character. So we had black mold. So." That was always fun. That, that, that and I got sick from the black mold. Um and yeah. So yeah, and uh, all those deposits were non-refundable. <laughs> another great thing about shitty uh shitty like uh major college apartments is like you're going to just have nothing but negative outlooks on the whole experience and you're not going to see a single cent of that money back. Just bye-bye. Bye-bye. But yeah. After that, we ended up getting this house that we just moved into. And I am in love with it. We uh, we just moved everything in. And let me tell you, when I am so excited about how I'm going to set up this, like, uh, so, obviously, like I said, big boy moves in the relationship. Me and the missus, hold on now. Have our own bedroom. I know, and it's the master. I know, and we have a king size. Uh, I know. Please don't rob me. Um, so we have this nice house, and we have an extra room that's now being turned into like my studio slash man cave space. And I don't know what I'm gonna do in here. But I am super excited just to just to play around with it, which is I'm sure something that <laughs> I'm sure that's a sentence that my uh, 12 year old self uh, said once he started puberty. Just can't wait to play play around with it, you know. But uh, yeah, things have been hectic, and uh, I'm not gonna go too crazy into some of my shenanigans. Honestly. I didn't even plan on talking about David Dobrik or Charles Manson. That's just how good I am. That's just how quick I am. And by how quick, I mean we've been doing this for about an hour. So uh, either this went by very fast for you or this burnt super slow. Either way, it happened. (laughs) Either Either way, it happened. And there's nothing. You cannot get that hour back. That hour is gone. It is no longer yours, no longer mine. Actually, if anything, it's David Dobrik's. <laughs> if anything, after this, I'll probably be sued by David Dobrik after doing a whole monologue about how there's no more consequences. And then I basically said that David Dobrik would be like a uh, serial killer if he wasn't a popular YouTuber. I'm sure David would love that. Listen, you know, in a video game in Minecraft, you know, David, I know you're listening. I know you're a fan. I know you're just excited as I am that now I'm back in front of a microphone. It's weird. And now I have like I have this microphone that I can plug like headphones into. So not only am I talking, but I'm also like hearing the sound of my voice, which is perfect for a narcissist. There is nothing better 
for the podcasting world, a world and industry filled with narcissists, than the guy who created the feature where you could monitor your own voice and hear your voice amplified while you're recording. That's probably the biggest gift. And I thank him. And I thank you. And we will be back soon. I do not know when. But hopefully by then we'll get some video elements going on. Once we get the uh, the walls and everything filled up. And uh, once we figure this bad boy out and how we're going to ride him. We're going to go for a spin. So I'm super excited for that. And uh, yeah. Moral of the story. Uh, James Charles is a demon. David Dobrik is Charles Manson. And I have been paying. And I love you. And I can't wait to see you soon. Until then, this has been Payne's World. Presented by me. And only me. Love you.